Hey, welcome to Motivation Central Station. I am Grandpa Jim. I am sitting on the front porch today. Just a beautiful morning. The sun is shining. I'm in Wisconsin and the humidity level is really low. Really looking forward to this day. This afternoon, I am picking up one of my social work clients and I am going to take them to the Milwaukee County Zoo. We will grab a sandwich, have a little something to eat. Uh, This gentleman is living in a building where, and a neighborhood where it's a super high crime rate. And when I get him just five, 10 minutes from his house, he always says how much better he's feeling. So environments can really affect us and how we feel. And there's all kinds of research about getting outdoors and while the weather's still uh, good for the getting, get out there and get active. And so I want to talk about a couple of things today. I want to talk about stimulus checks. I've got some information on stimulus checks. I want to talk about some good trouble. Uh, John Lewis used to talk about that. Uh, and so I want to talk about, uh, you know, Jacob Blake case as well. And so we'll be getting into some of that. Um, I think we'll dive into uh, the stimulus check situation real quickly uh, for a lot of you out there. Um, and I'm going to tell you the way um, it's not really great news that about these stimulus checks. The best news, the best situation that we can do is to wear masks and I'm going to tell you why. Like, I love that saying that, you know, wearing a mask is not a political statement. It's an IQ test, right? We put our seatbelts on to avoid danger. We put these masks on to avoid danger. There's something I found out about COVID-19 last night. And that is that there is a section of people that have COVID-19 and they're calling them long-termers. So Chris Como from CNN News, he's one of these people that's a long-termer. So he's had symptoms for a very long time now. And what they're finding is, number one, if you get COVID, it's not like you go into the hospital, especially the these uh, more severe cases, and they're not all old people, okay? Yes, the majority of people are elderly with underlying conditions, but there's plenty of cases out there. This is the other fact, too, is that the United States has 180,000 cases. There ain't even a, you could put all the countries together. They don't even make up any, any of that number. I mean, like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to use China as an example, but in Europe, there's there's probably total, Sweden's got about 7,000 deaths. Uh, Germany has, uh, you know, a way lower number. We're talking uh, in, in the, you know, way under 100,000. I'm not sure the exact number. My point is that this thing was handled so disastrously, but back to those stimulus checks. I'm going to tell you, it's not good news. And, and, and the only way we're going to get out of this thing is to get this 
Biden's on the right track with getting COVID under control because this money that you're waiting on is such a small amount and the funding for it, best case scenario, here's what's happening with the stimulus check. Okay, first of all, uh, you're getting most likely, there's only four states that people will get $400. Texas is one of them and there's a few other states in the south and the rest of you, you will be getting $300. It's coming out of a hurricane fund. And the fund, it's only going to fund you for, uh, they figure, three to five weeks. So, yes, you're going to get a little bump on your unemployment check. But it may take a long time. And here's why. Because when President Trump went and, you know, just took his pen and said this was going to happen and not waited for Congress or... Uh, he wasn't aware, and this is insane when you do things like this, that these systems, like our system here in Wisconsin is like 30 years old. So some people are still waiting on the first round of unemployment checks. And now you're going to have the state, this, the state number one, most states do not have the money to put the extra $100 Trump said the federal government was going to give 300 and the states would give the 100. Number one, most states don't have the money. Number two, most states are not set up to hand out, you know, that money. You know, it was one thing when they were passing along the federal money in the first round of checks, but they don't have the money themselves to put it out there. So that's why you can't just wave a pen but here's the solution and we need to put masks on because the only way this is the only way we're getting out of this situation long term number one half those restaurant jobs are never coming back this coronavirus wiped out so many restaurants that they are just not coming back and it's really sad because the in our area, it's all these national food chains and a lot of mom-and-pop shops where you could get some specialty items are dropping like flies. And so, uh, you know, so we need to get the masks on to open up a lot of these businesses and to get people creative and create new businesses. If you're waiting on the, you know, thinking you're going to, that things are going to be normal with this economy ever again. Uh-uh-uh. And time maybe to get that education and get moving in a direction that's going to open up the rest of your life for you. So this is a great time to self-reflect. What do I want to do? I'm going to give you a couple of personal examples of things I wanted to do in my life. One was I wanted to be on TV. So instead of waiting for somebody to give me a shot so I could be a host of a TV program, I decided to make my own TV program. And so I had a show called Race Edition. And we would go to uh, major motorsports events like the Indianapolis 500, uh, events at the Milwaukee Mile, uh, events at Road America, another track here in Wisconsin. And then I got hired by companies to travel out of state. They would put me up in motel rooms 
I got to meet a lot of celebrities through that. I interviewed uh, St- Sylvester Stallone, uh, Tim Allen, um, the uh, Elvis Presley's wife, uh, <coughs> on and on. Richard Petty, the Andretti's. I could go on and on and on with that experience. But I love that experience. That experience was even beyond my wildest dreams, right? And then the other thing that I did... In 2011, I wanted to make a reality TV show. And I worked on that for a few years. And everybody told me I actually took a trip to California in 2007. And everybody that worked in that industry told me I was crazy. I was nuts. I was never going to get in the door of any uh, major studio and uh, I had a few meetings with people. A couple of people came to meet me just to tell me how I didn't have a chance in hell of ever getting in the door of a major studio. And I did get in. Eventually, I did get into a major studio four years later. I ran into a comedy friend whose best friend was David Letterman. And a lot of people don't know David Letterman Uh own Worldwide Pants that made his show, but he also made uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. Uh, My friend Tom Dreesen traveled with Frank Sinatra for 14 years, being his opening act for comedy. Got a hold of me one day. He saw a flyer in the city of Chicago that I run a comedy school, and he, um, you know, we became friends. He wanted me to round up people so he could give a talk to uh, other comedians about drugs and alcohol. He's not an addict uh, himself, but he lost a lot of friends to this disease. And I've got some, uh, I got a book out there called Stand Up Comedy 101, Live, Laugh, and Perform. Um, And uh, so that was another dream of mine, was to help comedians and to someday see them on national TV. And that was another dream that came uh, you know, materialized for me. So I, I get these visions in my head and I don't stop till um, they're complete. I just keep pushing, working. Um, if you have a free minute, if you want to start your own little business, if you have five extra minutes instead of being on the couch, you can get up and, um, you know, use that five minutes to work towards your goal and putting your business together. And just don't ever lose that vision of, you know, what you want to see materialize in your life. I'm telling you, it it, it really works. Um, this was interesting, too. I just want to jump in on this for a second. As I was watching the show to tell the truth. Now, uh, my... Uh, I went to CBS with my TV program, right? It was called Unemployed Millionaire. So I had a meeting, me, Tom Treason, had a meeting with CBS in uh, Studio City, California, on their main lot. It was a surreal experience, driving down Gilligan's Way to get to their main office. Uh, People didn't park in the parking lines. They just threw their cars all over. And then we walked into this building and we met with a woman by the name of Nina Tassler. Nina Tassler was the person that uh, fired Charlie Sheen. She was the president of CBS. And David uh, Letterman's attorney represented us, because you have to have an attorney 
represent you. Um, unfortunately, on January 10th of that year, a Sunday night, a show came out called um, Undercover Boss. And our show was the same, very similar to Undercover Boss, so they didn't need one. Uh, it, in the end, uh, I still feel that a, a goal achieved because people told me I could never get into the door of a major studio. Also, too, I went to the library and I found a book. I wanted to write a script and there was a book. How do you write a script? And that's what I used to write my, uh, it's called a TV treatment. I wrote my TV treatment and then I took it into CBS with Tom Dreesen. And uh, so it didn't pan out, but I won because I didn't give up, right? So, um, so I want to talk about good trouble. I want to talk about the Jacob Blake thing. I feel myself's been getting in. Uh, I, Grandpa Jim, have been getting into good trouble. And if you like these types of podcasts, if you could please hit subscribe and share it on other platforms, would be greatly appreciated. But I've been getting into good trouble lately. I've been, um, you know, tweeting out a lot about this Jacob Blake uh, case. And so I'm getting a lot of people that are dissecting what I'm saying. And every time they pull apart, truth always wins over lies. And so Jacob Blake, number one, okay, there's so much police training that should have went down in that scenario uh, before a person. Now feel this pain. Just think if somebody would punch you in the back. Okay, now now think if they would take one bullet and shoot it through your back. Now two bullets. Now a third bullet. Now a fourth. Now a fifth, sixth, seventh. Just feel that pain, man. Feel that insane, crazy, scared feeling. Now you think you're going to bleed out. And here's the thing. The training was so wrong in that whole video. Number one, okay, they said two police officers um, tried to hit him with, or what the, the terms they used was they were taking their tasers and they hit him with no effect. No, they missed him twice. So if they would know how to deploy that weapon, they might have been able to, you know. And number one, how did he ever get around these police officers to start going into his car? And I know, you know, that was a wrong move. I'm not saying, but is it worth seven rounds of lead in your back? Again, I mentioned this the other day when, you know, they're so... They're so quick to put a weapon in their hands nowadays that the other hand isn't free. So when he comes around, he's getting in the car because his children are in that car. And, you know, um, some of my friends uh, are African-Americans. And they always joke that every police force, every police officer has an extra knife and gun in their car. You know, and I know that's, uh, you know, that's not true. That is not true. But uh, there's been a lot of cases 
where these things just magically show up and because they're trying to protect themselves at all costs and so um uh so the other night i'm watching this is a way to conquer this situation if you're really depressed right now this woman uh was on a show called to tell the truth now to tell the truth is a show from the 1960s and i always have to laugh that you know, Hollywood's supposed to be so creative, and I know I'm with COVID right now, but this, you can go back through the last few years of summer TV. They just, you know, there's no creativity. They just keep coming out with these old shows. And so the other night they had to tell the truth on, and there were three people that were uh, on the panel and two of them are plants and the other one is the real person so it was supposed to be which astronaut spent uh 665 days it was the longest time ever in space and there were two males and a female on the panel two are not real astronauts they pretend to be and the third one was well it was this woman that spent more time than anybody ever in space before and she said something really interesting that i thought was just uh profound and they asked how do you live up in space and not worry what's going on back home how do you live up there and not worry about the future and she said i learned how to live in the present moment and so if we can all learn to live in the present moment we are going to be so much better off, um, especially where we're at now. So if you want to have a better uh, future, put a mask on. It's going to be the only way we're getting out of this. Again, your stimulus check is going to be, uh, if you even get it, because some of these systems and some of the states are not set up to hand out this money. Um you are um, going to be waiting for it. It's They're not even in agreement when it's coming. And also it's coming out of a hurricane fund. And so that money's going to dry up, they figure, in three to five weeks. So it's time to get motivated and see your dreams, see your future. It's time to get into good trouble. When we see wrong, let's try to right it. We see somebody having a bad day, let's try to make it better. We see somebody in despair, let's bring them hope. Um, you know, there's today I'm taking somebody that's disenfranchised to the Milwaukee County Zoo that could never afford it on their own and just... Uh, you know, trying to improve one person's life today. And if we all did that, just think of what a beautiful, beautiful life we could help somebody else with. And then just one, one final thought. If we do not, people are like teapots. Well, populations can be like teapots. And if you don't address in this next election, you don't address... Um, making justice, equal justice for every citizen of this United States, regardless of race, creed. Uh, we, 
the the lid's going to blow off, you know, just like a person that holds an anger, holds an anger, and then all of a sudden they explode. If people aren't heard, if changes don't come uh, to help, and uh, we need to defund these police departments, and that doesn't mean no police. That means moving resources to people that are qualified in other areas. Uh, weed violations, marijuana violations, opioid, those are not legal problems. They are medical and mental health problems. And social work, uh, recovery communities, that's who's going to solve that problem. There was a new documentary last night on MTV called 16 and Recovering. I was one of those kids that could have used that high school back in the day. And uh, it's beautiful to see that people are understanding addiction. They usually say addiction is a young person's disease. And that's really was awesome for me to see. And uh, so the next generation, we can help out. And so, hey, try to help your neighbor today. Try to share the love. Um, remember, if you have nothing to give, you can always give a smile. So y'all have a wonderful day. Um, give your kid a hug, sit on the floor, look him in the eyes today, show him that you love him. If reach out to your grandchild, if you haven't spoke to him, you take the action. Don't wait for a young child to take the action. Uh, If you don't know what to say, just say hello, and your grandkid's going to say something back. And you say, how are you today? And they're going to tell you. And then you can ask them, how is school going? Are you in school yet? And that will open up the floodgate to get this conversation going and get them close to you. So have a wonderful, awesome day. And just uh, know I love you all. And uh, go get them.